Kirsten Jesperson, Vice President of Mile High Employment Solutions. Mile High Employment Solutions, yet you have a 701 cell phone and a Richardson, North Dakota address, which is out in the Bakken, and a 720 cell phone. Sorry, a 701. Okay, Mile High, you, there's a Denver and then a North Dakota. So talk to me about your company and you a little bit on how you uh, have both Colorado roots and North Dakota, I guess, present? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So our company actually started down in Denver about 35 years ago. We're a family-owned and operated direct hire agency out there. Um, I've actually been recruiting in the industry for about 10 years. um, And about two years ago, um, I decided to make the jump and relocate to North Dakota and establish an office here in the area. Um, We've had a large presence in the Bakken previously, um, but now we've really developed more of a local footprint, um, and we're recruiting a lot more for local companies in the area. So we've actually, we partner with several different companies, you know, typically across the Rocky Mountain region to help them attract and retain top-level talent for some of their hard-to-fill positions. Um, One of the things that we deal with a lot in North Dakota is obviously the low unemployment rates. Um, the high number of positions that need to be filled in the area, and some of the challenges that the companies are facing here, um, you know, whether it be conditions or housing or just simply not being able to attract enough candidates to be able to fill those positions. Um, So we partner with them to help streamline some of those processes and really help drive the candidates to these positions. Can I ask you a question about that? Absolutely. Okay, so um, Governor Burgum has been driving around the state and flying around the state and walking around the state and biking around the state, talking about how much, you know, we have all these jobs and Mm -hmm. done a very good job of that. But those jobs don't seem to be being filled. And at least at the pace that is satisfactory to, you know, different people. And you're kind of in the middle of it there because your job is to, you know, get people found and that sort of thing. Are you hearing anything back as why those jobs are not being filled as much as because, I mean, the governor, he is he is presenting a lot of energy and enthusiasm. And you would think that that would, you know, equate to to a, a quick I guess absorption and 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 that sort of thing of the jobs are they is, is it North Dakota is the wages is it uh, training I, I know a lot of these jobs require new training and that sort of things but um, you, do you understand the question I guess I'm not trying yes, to be flippant or, or controversial I'm just I'm looking for what's going on <laughs> well I think a lot of the struggles again you know obviously we are dealing with some of the lowest unemployment rates you know in this country right now. National average is about 3.5%. North Dakota is sitting around 2.5%. Now, that being said, obviously, we have a very tight pool that we're trying to pull from. Additionally, we're trying to pull people that are going to be going to somewhat remote areas. Um, So when you're looking at the challenges of housing, um, you know, again, of the conditions that these candidates are working in, cost of housing, you know, is obviously starting to increase in some of these areas as well. Um, But one of the things that I think does play a role in it is the wages, like you said. Um, I think people are still searching for those oil field wages, you know, back in the boom days. And the industry has changed. There's been such a significant shift in the industry. 
you know, a lot of companies would really prefer to be able to hire local talent, but the long and short of it is that that local talent sometimes doesn't exist. Um, so we really are casting, you know, a very broad net across the entire Rocky Mountain region to try to attract people to coming to this area. Now, on the back side of it, a lot of these companies have really started to develop programs to assist with the relocation, you know, of these candidates and their families. What kind of resources can we give them, you know, to establish their children in the school system? You know, what kind of resources can we provide to significant others to help them get established in the area? And I think as they start to focus a little bit more on, you know, making a, you know, a good fit for these candidates as far as not so much just the job itself, but what that, you know, what their life is going to look like when they get to North Dakota, I think that's really where some of these companies have shifted their focus of, you know, what do we need to do to attract and retain these people once they get here? Um, you know, again, you have high turnover rates in the industry as a whole because you have people that will come to work in the oil field. Um, you know, they get here and they're not prepared for the conditions that they're dealing with, um, you know, so they, they'll in turn go back home. Um, I think that's one thing that we struggle with more here in North Dakota than we do in a lot of other regions that we deal with. How about in Colorado? Obviously, they've gone through some uh, political um, issues and, you know, Mile High, it's right in the name and, and you're from that area. So are you are you finding... Um, different challenges there or are there you know is it not really impacting you in that way as a recruiter um i would say we are absolutely facing different challenges down there just with all of the regulations that are coming down the pipeline um, more restrictions in the industry it's making it harder for companies to operate in that basin um, we've actually been experiencing a lot of client companies that have you know, either looked at pulling resources out of Colorado and moving into other basins, um, you know, other companies that they're just going to hit it as hard as they can between now and, you know, hopefully the end of the year and get as many permits in place as they can before some of these regulations start coming down on them. All and right. It's definitely posed a challenge because, again, you know, Colorado in itself is an interesting area just with the influx of people that have moved to that area in general, um, you know, in the industry out there, it's not, I wouldn't say, I, I guess I would say long and short of it is it's a lot slower than it was just due to these restrictions and regulations that they're imposing. So let's get to some of the good news that's going on because there are people that are still working and North Dakota still putting out 1.2, 1.3 million barrels a day. Texas is putting out, you know, their 3 million plus barrels. And Absolutely. well, Weld County seems to still be, you know, producing some stuff in Colorado. So uh, have you got uh, some positions that, that you'd like to maybe highlight, you know, maybe give us a two, three different uh, positions that your firm is is looking for and, you know, give the audience a sample of what is out there. I mean, because yeah. we, we keep hearing about these jobs, but at the same time, you know, again, I, I go back to, boy, it just, it seems they'd be, they'd be lapped up. So let's, um, get, you know, get, get, give these uh, dogs a bone out there and something nice and meaty and juicy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I would say the biggest need that we have here in North Dakota, in Colorado, you know, whatever basin I'm working in, my biggest need is going to be in CDL drivers, whether it's to haul water, to haul crude, um, you know, winch truck drivers. 
we also deal with a lot of service companies, so cement operators, um, frack operators. Um, I deal with more specialty positions such as DOT specialists, HSE. Um, so we have a very diverse need for employees. Um, same thing goes for Colorado. Um, you know, I have skilled trades, you know, welding positions, mechanic positions, um, and again, a huge need for CDL drivers, um, and additionally down to more labor positions, you know, roustabouts, riggers, swampers. So those positions that don't necessarily require a ton of industry experience, that is more of a ground-level opportunity for somebody who's really looking to get into the industry. So those entry-level positions are out there. They can be harder to come by. Um, a lot of companies are requiring some sort of oil field experience, you know, when it comes to these CDL positions or the more specialty positions, but like I said, the entry-level positions are there. Um, it just takes, you know, again, finding the companies that, that are going through those growth phases right now, and, and it's very interesting to me to see, you know, coming out of the first of the year, the amount of growth that some of the clients that I deal with are projecting for this year. So, I do think it's going to be a very good year for the industry. I think we're going to see positive um, you know, increases throughout production. Um, and, and again, as we start to see that, we require the people to be able to support that work. Um, so there's definitely opportunity available out there. And you know, we work just as diligently with our candidates to match them with a position that's going to be in the best interest of them and their family. Um, you know, to get them into something that will be long-term and provide that stability. You mentioned CDL as a as a, a need, and I've I've heard that for the last three four years, and that yeah, that absolutely. doesn't seem to go away. No. Um, are Are there any other certifications that you're seeing pop up? I mean, because we've had a a, a slew of safety regulations and and new regulations that have came across the industry, whether it be from an environmental standpoint to an OSHA standpoint to, you know, whatever it might be. Um, are, are, is there anything that you're seeing that, you know, hey, if you get certified in this, boy, that's the next CDL? You know, I would say, I, I mean, I've seen obviously with the certifications through, you know, PEC, H2S, Safely, and some of those training courses that, you know, people can go out and get on their own or, you know, you get in with a company that will put you through those training courses on your own or on their own as well. Um, those are becoming very important in this industry. Um, you know, again, the CDL is going to be a top priority for a lot of these positions just due to the equipment that they're moving out to some of these locations. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a, you know, full-blown CDL driving position, but they're still requiring that just due to the equipment that they're moving around. Um, you know, and I think, again, there, at one point in this industry, there were companies out there that were bringing people in that didn't have CDLs and they were putting them, you know, through schools in order to obtain those. And again, that's just one of those places where the industry has shifted. We don't find that very often anymore. Um, so again, you know, there's been programs through, you know, especially with veterans through the VA, um, to help people go and obtain their, their CDL through schools, um, you know, a lot of different incentives for people to go out and get those, um, those licenses to be able to open up these opportunities to them. Um, but again, on, on the safety side, I think it's always beneficial to look at um, PEC, H2S, Safeland. Those are always going to be required by these oil field companies. So if somebody's listening to this right now or somebody sees it on social media and they're thinking about, you know, either going to get a job in the industry or switch companies or something like that, 
Uh, do you guys, how does that work for somebody who's never done that before? Because, you know, we've had a couple generations where they didn't hire. And now there's this huge crew shift going. I mean, 70% of the industries are going to be retired by 2022, 2023. So mm -hmm. you guys are going to be busy for the next couple of years, whether you like it or not. And yeah, um, <laughs> which is a good thing. We'll take it. Well, totally. So um, everything changes, you know. I mean, like I, I, I've, you know, I've bought, a date, a drink before, and she texted me, thank you. So kids are different today. People are different today. Do, do people start with an app? Do they go to the website? Do they pick up the phone and even call you? I mean, do, or, or do you just work with companies only and you only, you headhunt and reach out to people? You know what I mean? Do, do you get the question? Yeah, not at all. Not at all. So they can absolutely call us at our office here. Um, we do have a website as well that they can go on to. Um, I would say calling directly is going to be the fastest way to get everything rolling. Um, we have a staff of recruiters here in North Dakota as well as out of our Denver location. Um, we've got a staff of about 10 down in Denver um, that focus mainly on the Colorado region and Wyoming, and then um, North Dakota I focus, um, North Dakota, Wyoming, Utah um, primarily, but we do have a little bit of reach down south as well. Um, but yeah, I would say the best way to get to get the process started would be to give us a call, talk with one of our recruiters, you know, tell them a little bit about what you're looking for and what experience you bring to the table. Um, and we can determine from there, um, you know, what the best option would be or give recommendations as far as what you would need to do to be able to put yourself in a position where you qualify for the positions. Um, I do have additional resources that I provide to candidates. Um, you know, even if we are unable to place them in one of our positions, we can provide resources to at least put, put them in the right direction of what they need to do. And one final question, I guess, uh, before we let you get on with your day and hire and get people into new jobs. Uh, what are the top three needs, I guess? You mentioned CDL, so obviously that would be one. But for people listening, you know, we live in such a bullet point, soundbite society. What, what, what are the top three needs right now that your companies are looking for? So my top three needs currently, I have a huge need for CDL water haulers. Um, that is going to be, I would say, 70% of the positions that I'm hiring for here in North Dakota are tanker drivers to haul fresh in production. Um, I have a huge need for diesel mechanics, bumper to bumper, um, ranging from fleet mechanics to, you know, service mechanics that are dealing with the oil field equipment, um, and then additionally, HSC and DOT. Those are going to be my three main focuses, I would say, right now um, that we have a huge need for. Anyone interested in these positions can give us a call at 701-207-0556 or visit our website at www.mhemployment.com.